0: This is your daily drive wake-up call, reminding you that you are worth it. You can do hard things. Get out, hit the pavement, and be better than yesterday. Just your friends and fellow Aflac agent, Colleen Howard, here to educate, motivate, and remind you that you are not alone in the mountains high and valleys low of what make us the Aflac Nation. Hello, Taylor. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? Good. I am literally so excited to talk to you. I know we've never really met in person, uh, especially through COVID, but I am so excited to have a conversation with you over the phone today. Well, thank
1: you. I'm excited too. Your podcast has been pretty helpful lately with getting motivated with COVID going on and getting so many no's. So I just appreciate you doing it.
0: Yes, well I am so excited to kind of just get all your knowledge and all of your wisdom today because just like you said like it's hard out there and some people are thriving and some people are struggling and this is just an option for us to give our advice and our encouragement but for other people to be able to listen. So I'm so happy to have you. Go ahead and start by just kind of like telling us who you are, starting with your name, your position, your region, your AFLAC career, all that fun stuff. Awesome.
1: Okay, yes, I am Taylor Daniel Meeks. A lot of people know me as Taylor Daniel because that's how I started my AFLAC career. Um, but there are some people that know me as Taylor Meeks, which is my married name. Um, I am an associate in the Alpha region. Uh, Marie Armstrong is my DSC and Candace Jackson, of course, is my region. Um, actually, this upcoming Thursday, September 3rd, will be my two-year anniversary with AFLAC. No
0: way! Congrats!
1: Yes, thank you. It it has been probably, and AFLAC came to me at the, just a weird time in my life. And it, hands down, has been one of the biggest blessings. It's, I just went to an interview and at the interview, it was Jay was actually who the person who hired me and okay. even, and I walked in, talked to him for five or 10 minutes and Jay looked at me. I had a background in sales and goes, well, go home, talk to your husband. If y'all say yes, you got the job. And I was just, I mean, it was unreal. It was just like that God opened this door for me and it's definitely been a door that's been helpful. Um, when I started with Aflac, I was sky's the limit. I was one of the people that was like, I'm going to make as much money uh-huh. as fast as I can. Let's do this. Because I had worked in sales before and I was working for somebody else to go on trips.
0: Oh. So everything
1: I did qualified my boss to go on trips and I didn't uh-huh. really see anything. So when I walked in and Jay was like, yeah, you're going to qualify yourself to go on trips. I was like, sold you yep. got me <laughs> but so that was my goal at first I mean I was boss of the wall every day out with Stephen and I mean I was making the sales and I got married in that December and, cool yes and I'd always I tend to be a little bit of an overshare um but yeah. I've been told my whole life that it was going to be hard for me to have kids and I always wanted to have kids so as soon as we got married, we started trying to have kids, and all the doctors were wrong. Yeah, so we weren't <laughs> expecting to have a kid for two to three years, because that's they said it was going to take a while. Well, they were wrong. We got <laughs> pregnant in a month. and that's so, awesome.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: We were so excited, but I knew how I was going to be as a mom, and I knew that I wasn't going to do as much with Aflac, and that scared me at first, because... I had done so much, but then I learned that Aflac works with you. Yeah, And I know you asked me to tell my favorite part about Aflac. Well, that is my favorite part. Good. Yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, I don't know about a lot of people, but Aflac fits the season of your life that you're in. You can fit it to what you're at. And for me personally, I feel like the season of my life changes every morning when my feet hit the floor.
0: Yes. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> some days I'm like, you know what? I really, I want to do everything I can. And the next day I wake up and my son has a fever of 104 and I, I'm like, I, I don't know what to do. It's, but Aflac works with you.
0: That Yes. And that, that is so true. And that is, you know, one of the reasons why I got with Aflac and um, an old Aflac, <laughs> guest superstar, Laurel Carlson. I don't, I think she might've retired right when you started. She interviewed me and she basically told me, um, that, she, you know, with this job, you can have it all. And at the time before I was really invested in Aflac and I always say Affleck found me at a job fair that I wasn't even supposed to go to. I just said, you know, what? I've got 10 minutes. i me just go to this job fair and, and that see what Parker. happens. And I met Zach Parker and, he looked like he had it all. I went back and met Alex Suggs and he was so passionate about helping people. And I was like, that's what I want to do. I just want a job that I can help people. And then I met Laura at, um, the interview and and she explained to me that she was able to build something to make money, to build stock, but still be able to go and be the super mom and be the classic mom and, and do that. And I was like, you know what? and, and, a little bit of my backstories. I always pursued the career. I always wanted, like, as a little girl, I wanted corner office with windows. That was who the 10-year-old Colleen was. And, you know, All it's right, funny how, how God works. You know, like, you had people telling you you couldn't have kids, and then you had kids. I was the one who was always saying, I'm not going to get married. I want to work. I want to focus on myself. And then God gives me this incredible husband, Adam. And I'm like, I never thought I'd get married once so young, (laughs) never thought I would, you know, I just wanted to pursue my own dreams. And and the Lord has given me the ability to pursue my dreams with someone who's amazing. And so, you know, I, I really didn't want kids I love Adam so much that I'm willing like I think his kids would be (laughs) awesome I'm like oh I get to be his kid's mom like okay I can be on board with that because I love him so much but when Laura mentioned like you can do all the mom things but also have a career that's what got me like you know what? I don't know if that's in my future, but if it is, like if I know I'm caring, I know I have all the qualities of a mom, or my husband would have married me. But <laughs> if that is what God blesses us in the future, I want to have both. But yeah, we are so trained in a society to feel bad about wanting both. Yes. Yes. That
1: is definitely, I've talked about it a hundred times. I'm huge on po- podcasting. That's why your thing always. Um, I love listening to them. And I have one that I have to listen to because I felt guilty coming back to work Um, and it's called mommy millionaire. And Oh my gosh. Like she, every day she's like, it's okay. You can do both. You can be the person who's making the sales going out, but you can come home and you can love on your baby. And Aflite gives you every opportunity to do that
0: and that's that's so cool and that's the mommy millionaire I know you've talked about it I've heard you, you mentioned it a few times so I'll definitely have to check into it but it's just it's so great to see so many people and when I feel like sometimes I just get that mom guilt and I'm not even a mom already yeah but then I look at people like you and I look at people like Candace Jackson who's able to have babies and come back or Lisa Musto or just all the moms who do this job every day and you know, I'm not saying it's easy because I don't know. Maybe you can talk about that kind of that balance, but you know, you guys make it look doable and I feel like it gives you so much more connection to your policyholders because most of our policyholders are parents. They have families. They have mouths to feed. They have the same struggles that, that parents have and, and you get to be there to to balance it and to help them but then to go home and and play with your baby. So I think that's that's incredible. Oh yeah.
1: And I've always been one to be, I try with my clients and policyholders to be a person, not their agent. Like I want them to see me as a person. So every client I've ever had knew when my wedding was with (laughs) Sam knew that I was having a baby and like, even people I prospected on, there's one account that I'm still calling on that Mm -hmm. knows me as the pregnant girl. (laughs) Like that's he goes, that pregnant girl's coming and he knows my name, but he calls me that pregnant girl because every time I went in there, we talked about how far along I was, um, when the baby was due, what it, what the gender was. But I always, I've always tried to be a person because they respect me more. If something happens like when we thought Ryder had COVID, I had an enrollment the week that we, he thought, we thought he had it and, you know, we can't go anywhere. My husband can go to work. Um, But it was an account that I was a person to them. I wasn't just an agent that was coming in. And I could call Cheryl, the HR person. And we talked for about an hour the day that I had to call her and tell her. And she said, honey, it's fine. I have kids. We'll schedule it for next week. It's not a big deal. You take care of your baby. But you know, if I hadn't formed a relationship with her, yeah. She probably wanted to be happy.
0: Exactly. It's all about relationships. And I love how you talk about how you're not just an agent. You're a person. And I don't know if any of us would do this job or continue doing it if we were just an agent. And I know people who come from other insurance sales positions and they're like, I was a nobody. Like, yeah. nobody cared about me. I just sold them insurance and left. And they're like, I like Aflac because you, you build relationships. And I think the good agents focus on those relationships, just like you did. And let's talk a little bit more because I, I'm just so excited to talk to you, but <laughs> let's talk about those hard days. So you were told by doctors, you know, you might not be able to have kids or it's yeah. going to take a long time or whatever you were told. I don't want to assume anything, but how did you still go out and prospect when you had something so heavy on your heart? That is something that I know a lot of people struggle with when we have those personal issues that seem too heavy to hold but we still have to go out and we have to see people how did you kind of overcome that
1: the biggest thing was like everybody talks about the why and at that point because I had been told that it may not happen it may be whatever in the back of my mind at that point because I didn't have kids yet and we hadn't gotten pregnant it was am I going to have to pay for the IVF? Am I okay. going to have to pay for whatever? You know, that's expensive. Yep. It's <laughs> not mean, cheap. I it is what it is. And at that point it was, am I going to have to pay for that? Well, I've got to work my butt off yep. to be able to afford that. And then once I had kids, it was, oh my God, I got to work my butt off so that I can afford this kid. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just the why. And I know everybody talks about the why, but. You have to keep that why in the forefront of your mind at all times, personally.
0: No, that's, that's awesome. And I think somebody specifically listening today is definitely going to need to hear that and to be able to, you know, wake up today or refocus today and ask themselves, what is the why? And sometimes I do this and I don't know if you do this, but those days where you just don't want to do it, when you get in your car, I literally speak it this is my goal today, and this is why I'm doing it. I'm going to see 25 businesses today. I'm going to be proud of it and plug it into CCLM, and I'm doing that because whatever my why is for the day. And I literally have to speak it out so that I hear it as well and I feel it all in my soul, and then I get it done because I have reminded myself of that why. So I think that is – it's really so important. So my next question for you is – What is it like in the athletic career to be growing a baby, but also growing a business all at the same time? What are like, how was that experience? Any tips or tricks? Tell all. Well, you just hit the nail on the head. I though
1: am so down to it. My DSC makes jokes all the time that I am a schedule. Everything (laughs) I do, like I'm down to like you speak it. I have to put it in my calendar. This is what I am doing today. And I'm a big person. I like to work with people. Like I do not like to prospect by myself. So I go around the office and will find people to go with me. But but I always do it a week in advance. I know who I'm going with the next week, what day I'm going. And I put it in my calendar. Even if it's something I can't put in CCLM, I put it in my calendar and share it to that person. Everything is scheduled. Yes. Like when you asked me to do this, I was like, okay, I got to tell you, my son's nap is <laughs> one. So that's going to be the everything in my life. And it's from having a baby because with the baby, they're on. if you want a baby to sleep, you got to get them on a schedule. Mm-hmm. And so now <laughs> that's become, I, everything with work is scheduled down to sometimes the minute. And that, that is the biggest way I've been able to manage everything is, and my husband also knows my schedule down to the minute. A lot of times he called me, I had, I think like a DM this week and he knew it was at 11, well at 1130, he was calling me. It was with somebody he knew going how to go because he knew what it was and all it's all (laughs) scheduling for me.
0: No, I I love that. And I wanna kind of rewind and pause about something that you just said As you said you know you don't like cold calling alone and that's okay. Yeah. I think so many agents get so tied down because nobody likes cold calling. Nice. Alone. No, like it's not <laughs> fun. It's there are fun days, oh, yeah. but the gist of it is not fun, and I know my career kind of really took off when I got in the car with somebody else and I love how you said that you know you basically said it's okay to not like cold calling and it's okay to want to do it with somebody else and it you can do it with somebody else every single day I think it's always good to have a day to yourself to catch up on your things but everyone listening it's okay if you don't like cold calling find somebody to do it with but not somebody who is going to say you know, it's okay to fold in the towel at noon, somebody who is going to motivate you to go out and see one more business and then one more business and then one more business and then take really good notes. So I love that. Do you have any tips about working with another agent? Set guidelines before you get in the card. The biggest
1: thing you can do say before personally with me and I just worked with somebody for the first time last week and the day before I texted her and I'm very strict about how I do it because, I mean, you can kind of get screwed over when you work with people if you don't set the rules ahead of time. Um, My biggest thing is if you're driving, for me personally, if you're driving, you don't make the list. So whoever the passenger is makes the list for the day. And if they get an appointment, the first appointment they get because they made the list.
0: Okay. I like
1: that. Oh yeah. And then it goes back and forth from there. Um, and you, I make sure that we talk about commission split before we get in the car, but everything down to the enrollment is talked
0: about beforehand
1: because it can get sticky if you yeah. don't make the rules of engagement beforehand.
0: Yes, but having those tough conversations is still worth it if you are doing more production and more activity than what you would do by yourself?
1: Oh yeah. I know I'm gonna, and that's what is always so funny. I know I'm gonna set four times the appointments because I'm good at playing off people. If that makes sense. So if I'm with somebody, I'm going to play off so-and-so and schedule four more appointments. So say I go by myself, I make two, I'll probably make six with somebody. Yeah, So I know that I'm going to make more money, even though I'm splitting it with somebody. I know I'm going to make more money because I've set more appointments with the other person. So it pays off in the long run to me.
0: It always pays off. And I I love that. And I talk to a lot of agents all the time about find someone good to work with. If you can't find someone, recruit someone or nominate someone that you want to work with. And now as a, a DSC, I'm constantly trying to hire a personality for somebody to work in a similar area with somebody who I know their personalities will play off of because this job, like you just said, it's, it's funner is not a word, but I'm going to use it. (laughs) It is funner (laughs) to call call with somebody else and you get to make memories and connection. And and at the end of the day, like, yeah, you can listen to this podcast to get motivated. And then at lunchtime, if you're feeling down, you can listen again, but having someone in the car with you, you're kind of like on in a sense of you want to be your best self, because you don't want to embarrass the other person. And the other person is kind of the same. They're also on, they're not being their laziest self, like they might be by themselves. So you've got like two people who are so armed and wired with so much information and experience and talent of building relationship, then you put them in a car together. It's like, boom, the whole like everything is just open and I think people are more receptive. Like the gatekeepers and business owners are more receptive to two people than just one. It's easier to tell one person know than two people know. So I think that working in partners is such an underrated thing in this business that we need to bring up more and, and plan around. So I'm so happy that you brought that up. I think that's that's great wisdom that we haven't had yet on this podcast. So thank you so much for that. So let's talk a little bit about maternity leave and how you were able to still take okay. care of <laughs> all of that stuff was it you know was it good was it bad was it ugly kind of just, what was your experience
1: well it was I actually was put on bed rest at seven months pregnant wow um, yeah so I was out for a long time um, because I had really bad blood pressure problems with the pregnancy but you know Like I said, I kept in contact with my clients. They knew where I was, why I was out. And I mean, I had some that would call me once a week to check on me.
0: Oh, my heart. That's so sweet. Yeah. So
1: you just, like I said, and my biggest thing is communication communication with your clients, communication with your DSC, your region. You have to stay. And I'm the biggest, I ask for help when I need help. I'm not afraid of asking for it. Um, and I let them know where I'm at and what I'm doing. Probably to the point where my DSC is tired of hearing from me. Like, <laughs> the second I do something, I'm like, look, this just happened. And I'm like, I'm going to put it in CCLM. But I'm going to go ahead and let you know now that this is what just happened. Yes. So it, and it, it was it was a challenge because some days I, my blood pressure would drop so bad that I just didn't really want to move. But, you know, it's it's still a job. AFLAC does yeah. allow you to be home. But I still had to service people sometimes from laying on the couch, not being able to stand up. But that's the good thing about a job that I could do that from home.
0: Yes. Yes. No, I I love that. and It's so great to see now he is a year old. Are you looking at having more kids in the future? Are you kind of waiting a little bit longer? Yes, for
1: sure. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Hopefully I can talk my husband into within the next year. But we'll see.
0: <laughs> but I will okay.
1: say I have a nomination now that I have working with me. So and that's what Candace told me when I first got pregnant. She's like, You need to get nominations because of course I make money off of nominations. Yeah. And so that would help with and I finally have one. I know that's sad that two years I just got my no, okay. Yeah, But you know, I am going to, I'm going to focus on that a little bit more because it did get tight. I'm not going to lie and say it was smooth freezing financially with me not working. Um, it did get tight because, you know, I couldn't really go out and make those sales. Yeah. Um, but I'm hoping that the next time I'm going to be more prepared. I didn't know what to expect with my pregnancy and had so many issues that, I mean, it was just rough, but I know what to expect now. I know what I need to do. So it, it's like everything else it's a learning experience
0: it is and that's why this job is is so incredible because it can grow with you when you're ready to grow and then it can pause and I think that's exactly what you're saying well do you have any more advice of you know how you've had aflac kind of fit with what you need over the past two years The only
1: advice I have is when you're changing the season of your life and, you know, you may need AFLAC to be something different than what it has been, make sure you're communicating it with your DSC and your RSC so that, like with me, when I knew I was coming back to work after baby, I was coming back part time. I was coming back to service my accounts. I was coming back to work off of referrals. So I wasn't as active as I had been before. But, you know, if I hadn't told Candace and Marie that, I probably would have gotten texts nonstop, what are you doing? Why aren't you doing this? But I communicated that with them so that they understood that I was doing my job. I was doing what I needed to do. And they knew where I was at. To me, that's the biggest thing. You have to communicate where you're at, what you're doing, as far as your life with your DSCs and RSCs that to me, that's number one.
0: Yes. I think that that is so good. And I think sometimes we forget that because we are on boss, yes. but you've got people who are trying to encourage you and they need to know how best to encourage you. And, and they I've,
1: want to help you. That's they want, <laughs>
0: yes. Accept <laughs> their help. Put your hands out and say, give me all your knowledge. Give me all your wisdom. I'm accepting your help. And I, I went through that. Um, when I was in a really rough patch with some impre- d- depression and anxiety and uh, my Zach Parker, he knew that I wasn't to my full potential, but he was like, I don't know how to help you. And I was like, I don't, I had to communicate. I was like, you know what, let me be honest with myself. Let me be vulnerable for a second and just tell him I'm in a rough spot. I'm working on it. So I'm going to be going to the doctor a little bit more, but these are my new goals that I'm setting for myself until I'm full paced back. And once I told him that the game changed and he was partnering with me and encouraging me in the way that I needed it most, you know, not what yeah. he was doing that made me kind of retreat back into a negative toxic spot. So communicating any season of life that you're in, um, it's just, it's so crucial. So I love that so much. Okay. So my last question, okay. What is the one piece of advice or just something that pops into your head that you wish you knew in your very early start of your athletic career? Hmm. It can be anything like cold call tips or even
1: on the days that it's hard. I, I guess in the alpha region, it wasn't as big as a family. When I first started, Candace has come in and I mean, we are a family now when she came in and got it going and I didn't know how many people I could reach out to. I didn't know about all of the different regions. And now my biggest thing is find somebody that you can relate to that works for Aflac and build a relationship. I have somebody in our district, our um, asset manager, Morgan. There are days that like I listen to your podcast, blah, 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 but I just struggle. I can call Morgan and Morgan can hype me up and I am ready to go. That's awesome. Yeah. You just, to me, I didn't know that there was a family that you can have because it's more than coworkers with Aflac. It is a family. Find your family member that you can count on. That's That's my biggest thing.
0: Yes, 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 yes. Times a thousand. So good. That is something that I struggled with as well. My first year feeling that independence of this is me. This is my own. But I think you're exactly right. When we both started and I'm two and a half years in. So I was only about six months before you. But... It was a totally different world in Affleck and it was very more individualistic. And And now it's more community minded focus, even Kathy. I mean, you can Facebook message Kathy or Karen or Sharla or anyone in home office or even the different regions. It just, it all feels like a family. So definitely find your person. That is such good advice. Well, Taylor, it has been such a pleasure talking with you. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to, to join this conversation and being such a big supporter of the Daily Waddle podcast. Oh, I got you, girl. I share it every <laughs> opportunity I can. Perfect. Well, you have a great day. Any last motivational words? Let's say someone's signing off. They're about to go make the first cold call of the day. Hype them up.
1: A no is not a no. Until they shut the door in your face. Keep coming <laughs> back. That is my biggest thing. I've had accounts that I've worked on for literally, there's one I just finally got the enrollment schedule that I've been working on since my first week with Aflac. So, wow. Yeah, it's
0: been almost two years now. I mean, it's, okay. don't give up. Don't give up. You guys take her advice. Re-listen to it later today. Go out. Have a great day. And as always, make today better than yesterday. We'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I know you are going to hit the road and have an awesome day. I just wanted to remind you that all the tips, tricks, opinions, and lessons you heard on this podcast today are from independent licensed AFLAC agents and are by no means connected to AFLAC headquarters. We are just here to love on and encourage you. Thank you for tuning in to The Daily Waddle.